Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Every couple wants their special day to be, well, special. For many, you've been planning this day and dreaming about it for a long time. I can speak from experience here, though, that you can create lasting memories without lasting debt. And that's what we're focusing on today. Now, Mark, I know you haven't gotten through this process yet. Mm -hmm. We were just Mm -hmm. talking about him jokingly going uh, far, far away to make it much cheaper to (laughs) get married. And I can appreciate that. I will say with my wedding, I've I've been married twice. uh, My first wedding I spent a lot of time telling my mom, no, mom, I don't need that. (laughs) No, mom, I do not need a horse-drawn carriage. I do not need a live bird release. Are you kidding me? Um, Because that's just not my personality. She she didn't get the wedding she wanted, and so she wanted me to have all the things. Mm -hmm. But uh, my second wedding was even more so me. I mean, I got my dress at JCPenney's from post-prom dresses um, for like 60 bucks. We actually had family members bring their, like, signature recipe soup recipe because it was in the winter and we just it was very much us and my husband (laughs) my uh, husband wore a plaid shirt um, because that's just him I didn't want him to be in a suit that's not him way to go Joey Um, and so that's that's kind of what I'm drawing from I know that I'm not like all people out there there are probably people out there that want all the bells and whistles but what we're talking about specifically today is going into debt for that Um, Based on an article in the New York Times, 1.93 million people got married last year. Wow. And in that same article, they were predicting that in 2022, we'd be having a wedding boom year because we're past COVID. Maybe people have been putting them off. Mm -hmm. So if you're among those preparing to tie the knot, we want to have a frank conversation about a trend that we see and the impact it could have on your marriage. Yeah. So we know that these things can be uh, expensive. Mm-hmm. A 2019 study by The Knot stated that the average wedding cost will be about $33,000. And if you didn't just kind of like throw up a little bit internally, I want you to think about that. Mm-hmm. You can buy a vehicle for less than that. Yeah. You, I mean, that's, that's a huge yeah. down payment on a home. These are not small numbers that we're dealing with. And I know for some, all. this isn't you making these expenses, but this does impact your family because if your parents are doing this, it affects their future financial yeah, or financial of, future. I can think of so many things that I would rather do with $33,000. But okay, here's like all the things that kind of get lumped into that, right? So vendors, right? And what they charge for weddings. And then you also include the gratuities, all the details that mm-hmm. just go into the wedding. And I think about when you're building a house, it's not the frame of the house that tends to cause the expenses to rise as you're building. You know, most people, they have an idea of what they're going to spend on their house and they end up spending way more. Mm -hmm. It's the details. It's the knobs for the counter for the drawers that add up. It's the type of fixture you pick for your bathroom. Those are the things Mm -hmm. that add up. It's the same with your wedding. It's not the big vendors that you tend to not plan for. It's all the little details. Um, In the example of my sister-in-law's wedding, she thought she wanted a particular outfit for after the wedding and ended up going through two others before she found the one she liked, but they had bought all three by the time mm. it was all done. That's the kind of stuff that adds up. And who likes returning stuff, right? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and a lending tree study done in 2019 said 45% of newlyweds went into debt wow. for their wedding. Yeah. This is very 
very different to me. But so, it's their special day, right? It's their special day, I guess so. But here's, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I just come from a very different background. All right, so I was born in Mexico, and Mexico, whenever you get engaged, it's like the whole family, sometimes even the whole community, like just rallies, and they throw the party for you. And it's just like a big old send off, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just ridiculous to me that people would actually go into debt for these kinds of things. But why does it matter if you pick up debt to make your day magical? Oh uh, no, it matters. It matters. What is the thing that married couples fight about the most? Uh, I think it's finances, right? It is finances. Leading Healthy to finances, the, lower stress. Yeah, which, that's what studies show. Yeah, and yeah, with finances being one of the biggest reasons uh, resulting mm-hmm. in divorce. Yes. And and building a life on a faulty foundation is extremely challenging. Spending without thinking of the repercussions is a huge red flag when it comes to someone that you're going to be sharing your future with and trying to build your financial goals together. So developing those healthy financial habits needs to be a priority. But how do you do that? So that's what we're going to talk about is a few things to think about when you're trying to make that day magical without picking up a lot of debt. The first thing that we're going to talk about is being true to who you are as a couple. But I'm going to give you a little little curveball here. Mm-hmm. What if we are as a couple is big spenders? Then you need to rein yourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, be mindful of the decisions you make. Don't do things just because others did. Mm-hmm. This is not a time for keeping up with the Joneses. Create your priority list and budget before you get started. So if you're the type that tend to spend big, Start by thinking of all the different aspects of the wedding, you know, caterer, videographer, photographer, all those things and say, okay, if we could only pick two, what would those be? Mm -hmm. For me, having a photographer was extremely important because I wanted pretty pictures. That was important to me. So I was willing to pay for that. Mm -hmm. But caterer, I mean, maybe, I don't know. It wasn't as priority. It wasn't as high of a priority. So what we did was we picked the top two and then we went from there. And then what was the next? And then what was the next? So that as we were spending, if we ran out, we were done Mm -hmm. and we moved on. That sounds kind of like the the wedding version of the zero sum budget. It basically (laughs) was. It was. And, and, you know, use the resources you have, too, because I have crafty friends. I'm a crafty kind of person. So there are a lot of things. With my first wedding, it was huge. It was a whole ordeal. But Mm -hmm. my mom and I spent hours creating things and and like we had tons of stuff with our name and the date on it. We had candy bars. We had all the things. But it was my mom and I who did it together, and it was a wonderful memory mm. and, and wonderful time for her and I working on those things together. Um, but once you make a, a decision, stick with it. Don't yep. go back and forth. Don't don't falter back and forth because that's when you tend to waste. And I guess that kind of takes us to our next point, which is you know giving yourself some time. So mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean by that? So I know it's hard to wait. You, you know, you've gotten the ring, you're ready to move on to the next phase of life, <laughs> but budgeting for it, if you've got more time, makes it more cost effective. If you're not trying to find a venue last minute, you're going to get a better price. Yeah, when you're setting up all of the different vendors, catering, photographers, all of that stuff, DJ, when you're in a pickle, they charge more. When the True. timeline's short, they charge more. So give yourself time to cash flow this out And to get all of those people lined up when you're not stressing and panicking. Yeah, which makes total sense. So Mm -hmm. when you're planning on on a short timeline, you may not have as many options. So yeah, pricing will not be ideal. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the more time they have to plan, the more likely that you'll have the ability to have that cash flow for those expenses. Yes, and I'm going to circle back to be true to who you are as a couple too, because if you're in the boat like I was, I forgot to mention this, I know I kind of brought it up at the beginning, but I want to circle back to it. (laughs) 
when I was planning my first wedding with my mom, I we got my dress off of eBay. It was a $2,000 dress that I got for $350. Now, my mom and I stayed up till nice. 2 a.m. bidding on this sucker. <laughs> but we, you know, we, we got it super cheap. My, my veil came from the Ukraine. It's a five-tier veil. That it, beautiful. $35. Nice. And so, but there were other things that I was like, Mom, slow down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gave you the example of the horse-drawn carriage. That was too much for me because of who I am. Now, she did convince me to use a limo, but only because there was a student from UCA who did it for 80 bucks a day. Wow. Because to me, that wasn't where my priority was. And so you may want to even back up a step and say, okay, is the big wedding what I want? Mm -hmm. Or would I rather have a smaller wedding and go spend the rest on XYZ? I know some people, they've said, I want to spend more money on the honeymoon. And so I, I tapered back on the wedding so we could have this fantastic honeymoon. So when I'm saying be true to who you are as a couple, I, I want you to really think through what matters to you mm-hmm. and what really it defines you. Because this day should be as much a celebration of you and your love for each other as it is just a launching for your financial future together and for your family together. Yeah. And, you know, I think that leads us perfectly into our next point, because I think being true to who you are a lot of times means putting up healthy boundaries for for your own weaknesses, right? Because that can also pull you away from from just the essence of of who you are and what you enjoy and that kind of thing. So, you know, being true to who you are means just maintaining healthy boundaries. You set a priority list and a budget, right? So you get those things created. But then comes the hard part. Right, which is sticking to them. Yes, and I think a lot of people would listen to this probably like, wait a second, we're not even married yet. I can't, I can't put them in a corner or whatever. Yes, you, you need to know who that person is. You mm-hmm. spend a lot of time learning about their personality, their family history. How much time have you guys spent talking about money? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to talk about it for the rest of your lives together. So that should not be a taboo topic. It needs yeah. to be something that you guys discuss. And, and I can own that in my first marriage, that was not something we discussed before marriage. And it was a big problem in our marriage, just our different views on how money should be handled. Mm-hmm. So not saying that that will always lead to divorce in our situation. It was not finances that, that led to that. But I will say that I wish we had taken the time to understand each other better so we didn't have to fight about it later. If we already knew that I'm the saver, he's the spender, then we could put in some guidelines. You know, one of the things that we have in our our marriage now is that if you're going to make a purchase over a certain dollar amount, we have to talk about it first. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's over a certain dollar amount, we talk about it so that we can make sure it's planned into the budget. So we don't have to go back later and be like, what in the world were you thinking? (laughs) I mean, let's be real. There's a lot of that in marriage. So that's a a perfect boundary for your marriage. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about your wedding planning, maybe there's a certain dollar amount because there's certain purchases y'all don't need to discuss. You already decided it was going to be there as long as you're staying in budget. But if you decide you're going to go out and buy a bunch of butterflies to release live, don't recommend it. (laughs) But if you're going to, maybe that's something that needed to be talked about first. Financial conversations have to be honest. They have to be ongoing. So That's the key. I'm going to back you up and I want yeah, you to say it again. I was just they about have to, to be ask what? You. They have to be ongoing. Yes. So, yeah, how how often is that? Like what does that look like? I mean, daily, weekly, at least monthly. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're in your life, we talk about budgeting a lot um in general on the show because it's so important, but when you're thinking about being able to communicate with each other, how many families have started with one partner deeply in debt? Mm. Was that something you knew before you guys were married or is that some baggage that they just brought with them? You know, Mm. if you're having these honest, open conversations before you're even married, 
that's only going to set you up for more success in the marriage. No. So, so true. Ongoing. That's so important. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think when you look at it from the financial perspective, a wedding can be kind of like the ultimate test of financial, like savvy, (laughs) (laughs) self-control. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it gives you a good window into who your partner is when you talk about these topics. I mean, you know, if you bring up, say the the honeymoon and your partner's like, I want to go to Fiji and you're like, cool, how are we paying for it? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) You might want to think about creating some healthy boundaries now so they don't put you guys into some crazy debt in your marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, so that you guys can at least find a happy medium somewhere between the two of you. Cause there's always going to be one that tends to be more of a saver and one that mm-hmm. tends to be more of a spender in, in my family right now. Honestly, we trade roles often. There's mm-hmm. times when Joey is phenomenal about not wasting money and I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where I'm, I'm, you know, squeaking and he's the one that's spending. So there has to be some balance though. And some honesty there in that and in creating those boundaries you know your wedding is one of many financial goals you and your partner are trying to meet Mm -hmm. this is a great test run as you mentioned for how you guys are going to function within the marriage okay so we've talked a lot about a bunch of different things i would be curious so you mentioned so y'all weren't here to hear this before the show mark was like shoot i'm going back to mexico for my wedding Because he says they throw a better party. Like I didn't, well, first of all, I did not say it like that. But yes, we well, yes, do throw you don't sound like me. a much better party. So what would be your ultimate like priority in your wedding? Uh, well, I think that's going to be mainly her responsibility. but uh, Or I guess not responsibility, but her thing. You're going to defer know. is what yes, you're saying? Yes, absolutely. But defer, what's your defer, one? Got to have it. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I like love mariachi outfits, which in, in, really? in Mexico we call those uh, charro. Charros, okay. right? And yeah, I mean, I would totally love to dress in that. <laughs> For my way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Mark in a mariachi outfit. That is awesome. I'm going to take that memory with me for the day. I thank you for that. So you're going to be okay. in a mariachi okay. outfit. Hold, is she going to wear hold one on, of those? Hold on. There's like, there's mariachi outfits and then there's charro, like real like outfits. So I, I don't know what you're thinking about, <laughs> but I'll, I'm going to need to show you like some pictures. We're going to have to look this up. Yes. Um, but you know, as you prepare to go to the chapel, here's my last two cents. Take a moment to consider what matters most to you. And plan an event that honors that and sets you up for long-term success as a couple, too. Because those two can be synonymous. You don't have to spend every penny out there to create some magical event. I I feel like my second wedding, I think we only spent like literally a few hundred bucks total. And it was wonderful. Um, Again, we were very simple. Like I said, we did not try to... Um, I bought all of our girls because this again we were a blended family I bought the girls dresses off Amazon so I mean, we weren't mm-hmm. spending just a ton of money but for us it was perfect that's awesome and I mean I would say again not having done it before I would think that creating a lasting memory doesn't have to mean lasting debt mm-hmm. right so practicing healthy financial fundamentals of budgeting and communication just to start off right gets you gets you off on the right foot Yes. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We hope you've learned something you can apply. Join us next week when we talk about habits to build financial freedom. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, 
We're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jimwalt Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.